figured it out. You know what loving you was like? Loving you was like fire. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Come Get Your Flowers. I'm your host, Deanna Genti, and I got a very special guest with me. He's a stylist, designer, creative director, and fashion photographer. Ladies and gentlemen, my guy Josh is in the building. What's up, bro? Woo! Thank you, Dion, for having me. Thank you, thank you for the introduction as well. I'm excited. Let's get to it. Nah, man, I'm excited to have you here, man. I had to give you that introduction. You do many things, you know what I mean? You do many things. And a lot a lot yeah. of people want to know about these many things that you do, man. So we had to have you on the show and give you your flowers, bro. Uh, thank you so much. Of course, of course. So my first question to you is, what is something you've been feeling as a lately? It could be a new song, album, show, movie, book, hobby, activity, whatever the case may be. What is something you've been feeling as a lately? Ooh, lately... Like, I've been in a wave of, like, not trying to hear too much noise, like, as far as music. Mm. Yeah, like, I just want to hear, I guess, the sounds and feel it more. Mm. But I did start the artist way. Like, I started the book. I'm, like, chapter two or three in the early stages. But I'm, like, yeah, allegedly, it's supposed to change your life and shit. But, yeah, so as a lady, that's what's been, like, moving me. Mm. So is it kind of, like, more, like, minimalistic kind of music? Or is it just, like, just... Uh, kind of ambient ambient music like i don't want to hear just nonsense you know what i mean because you know yeah. words have meaning you know i don't want to hear the the same old same old uh shit so yeah that's kind of what we're vibing to okay um, yeah okay he josh is out here with the ambiance okay <laughs> I, I got you i fuck with that i fuck with that so yeah. obviously you're de- deep into fashion so i want to talk to you about like your first introduction into fashion like who did you see growing up that was really rocking that shit oh okay i guess like i could speak from like childhood for sure but you know like with nigerian culture like first of all like everything is really like if you think about it, it's kind of couture in a way like mm, you go yeah. to your tailor you get custom garments made like that's just tradition like we just do that shit yeah. But, like, I think more specifically, I think, like, seeing my mom just get ready for things, like, different events, it was always, like, an event of itself. Like, you know, like, it was just so crazy, like, the process, like, I don't know, it's just the colors, the layering, the fabrics. And that was, like, my very first, like, early, early example of, like, seeing it. But I didn't even know, like, it influenced me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, the getting ready process, just seeing that as a young child, just being curious, like, whoa, like, this is insane. Yeah, I'll say that was my fir- very first introduction to like fashion and just yeah, putting yeah. that shit on. Yeah, no, nah, no facts. I think like you you hit the nail on the head with like you know what our mom's like. It was kind of like you know like how E does like the red carpet and they do like the right. whole fashion police like they it was a whole show for them you know like, yes. you know, like certain colors certain like designs yes. like you had to put certain even certain to certain jewelry you can't just wear like any yes. kind of, like, it, it matters. It, it mattered. mattered. No, it and did. they'll have you take they'll have you take their picture at the end too. Like, oh what? my god, yes, <laughs> yes, the jewelry man, and they they have their face uh all plastered. But yeah, hey, man, all over the house, all over the house, man. It's it's it was a whole process. Now yeah. I think I think I can honestly say it takes my mom probably she won't admit it. It probably takes her more than an hour to get ready. Bro, more it's than a an process. Hour. Like, it is. Yeah. Putting the wrap on your head, all that stuff. Man. Yes. It's, it's, it's a yes. lot. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. So so did you always know that uh you were gonna go you were going to get into fashion or did it like take a while for you to like really realize that? 
Uh, you know what's so crazy? Like, the thought never crossed my mind initially. Like, I would say, like, until about high school. And then, like, you know, that's the time period where everybody's asking, like, what are you doing for college? And, like, oh my God, what yes. are you going to major in? So that was just a crazy moment for me. I just always thought I was going to be in the medical field. Like, like every Nigerian? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, dead ass, while I continued, I would be a doctor right now, which is insane. It blows my mind sometimes to think about it. But I never thought about it as a career. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think that was that was like a crazy moment for me. But uh, yeah, but I had un- other interests as well, like um, just a typical like crime investigation, CSI world, like okay, forensics. Yeah, like that was I don't know. I could have been anything. I feel like almost, but definitely in the medical field somewhere, you know. But did, uh, did you know what? I mean, I'm pretty sure I feel like I know the answer, but I'm still gonna yeah. ask. Like, do you know like what? What what made you want to be into the medical field before you know transitioning into fashion? Um, I think it was just like it's a lot of things, it's kind of layered. Um, what I didn't know influenced my decision then was definitely like the pressure of just like our culture and just like, um, you know, your parents mean well, they want you to do well. So, um, but also I also went to High Tower during that time and they had a medical academy. So I guess that Wait, was you just- went to High Tower. Yeah, I went to Oh, Hightower. okay. No, I just know a couple of friends that went to High Tower. That's why. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, like, I guess the right thing to do after, you know, doing that is to go into the medical field as well. So, I don't know. I guess it was just influence. I was like, influence and a little bit of pressure. That kind of. Yeah. That makes sense. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, like, speaking of you going to High Tower High School, this is a pivotal time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do in college, what you're going to do in life. But, you know, like, what were some of the things that, like, you saw, like, fashion-wise that people were wearing? Or maybe what were some things that you were wearing yourself, like, that you was like, oh, yeah, that shit, that shit was hot when, during that time when I was in high school. Like, what were some <laughs> things that was going on? You know what I mean? Uh, Okay, so high school, well, I, I'll speak specifically for Hightower, um, was very, like, um, experimental for me. Like, I was just figuring shit out, what I liked, what I didn't like. I mean, I kind of had a sense of, like, not what went to went together but kind of as far as like colors but i think it was like my fit was not like i need to figure out the fit of things but there was like certain moments where i remember like i guess when people compliment me like i was like whoa like i'm just getting dressed i didn't think of it as a thing yeah so i'm just getting dressed i'm like whoa okay like people are like saying you know x y and z and i'm like whoa what the fuck okay but yeah, I was just very experimental. Like, I remember I literally had, like, various eras. Like, you know, I had my little emo phase. Oh, had, my like, God. Yes. I had kind of, like, a thrifty phase, too, where I was just, like, pulling shit and, like, different... In people's closets, just wearing shit. My dad's closet. Um, just putting that shit on. Um, yeah, I was very experimental in high school. All right, so let me ask you this. So did you... Uh... If you like, would you go back to the stuff that you wore in high school and would you rock that now to this day or nah? That was just a period top of your life that you just don't want to see again. Uh, I think some of it probably, but I, I don't know. I'm just probably, I'm, I don't know. I'm probably grown out of it because like I evolved so many times over. Mm-hmm. But I think I could pull some shit and then like, you know, convert it back to my current style. Mm-hmm. But I guess to answer your question, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I respect Maybe. that. I respect that. I respect that. So, 
Um, obviously, like you said, you uh, went to high school at Hightower. Um, but for those who don't know, you did go to TSU, Texas Southern University, did. for a little bit. Did. So talk to me about your time over there. Oh, so when I first went to TSU, I think it was all, like, an act of rebellion. Um, <laughs> oh, act of rebellion. Explain that. <laughs> Explain that. Uh, I think... Like, I see it more in the way I was dressing. I was, like, I was opening up more. I was being more of myself. Just because I kind of felt confined to my, to my major. Um, I was doing pre-pharmacy at the time, so. Mm, oh, uh, same here. Same here. Right? So I felt like I was, like, one part of the school. I, also, I was commuting to school. So it was, like, a disconnect from, like, the other people, and, you know, who've had experiences living on campus. So they were well more bonded and. You know, I was going to labs and things, and I was starting to realize, like, maybe this isn't for me, or maybe I don't want to do this, like, you know, forever. So, yeah, it was just self-expression, but, like, to the most rebellious degree, like, I'm talking about, like, the craziest ripped jeans, and just, like, (laughs) I don't know, like, the person that I guess I was supposed to be going there, I just wanted to just defy everything about it. Like, I was just, I was just really in my I don't care phase. I just had to just look good i guess like yeah target walk was like fashion parade like that was me okay like, yeah that's how i saw it it was it was basically new york fashion week every week i tease you Bad. <laughs> nothing was about that like nothing no i'm kidding oh my god so <laughs> do you feel like tsu was kind of like and maybe you can uh maybe correct me wrong but do you feel like that was the beginning of how you were able to creatively express yourself through the stuff that you wore or even just how you were personally yeah, I think definitely, like, I think during that time, especially, I was, ex- like, exposed to so much as far as, like, music and, like, um, just, like, pop culture, um, just the current, like, topics during that time. Like, I don't know, I was just very vocal, but just, like, through my clothes, like, I expressed myself through my clothes and, like, my appearance and things like that. So, I don't know, I was just very experimental as well. Like, I guess that's a running theme with me, but, yeah, definitely so. Gotcha, gotcha. And obviously, you know, you know, from just wearing your clothes to now evolving as like uh, as an amazing creative director and even fashion photographer. Um, so let me ask you this. What's like more challenging, the planning or the execution? Um, I would definitely say planning just in the sense of like the execution part is just, you know, it comes natural. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When you have to lock in, that's just, like, second nature right there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's you. Like, you're just putting yourself out there. So, it's, like, the execution part is, like, the easy part to overcome. I think the planning is just, like, the hard part for me, personally, is, like, um, like, I can have everything planned to a T, but if something doesn't go to plan, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, whoa, this is left field. Like, obviously, I try my best to prepare for things like that, but I'm the type of person, like, if I imagine it, I want it to be that way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I thought definitely execution is way easier than planning, but I guess both aren't hard, but... So, was there ever a time where, like, in your situation where, like, everything went according to plan or even like, well, maybe like everything that you had planned for went, it was going to, it was going to be exactly, but then something just kind of went wrong and maybe it messed it up entirely, just messed it up for a little bit, but you had to just maybe improvise or like do something different. Right. So that's literally all the time. All the time? (laughs) Yes. No, like, I think like the only thing that kind of comforts me is like, 
um like the end goal is like is what I envision, but I guess the process is what you you don't realize like that you're also having to like succumb to like you have to trust the process is a real thing yeah so, nah. um and also um I think like leaning on yourself more and like leaning on your gifts like when you realize like in those moments that you're actually gifted like this shit comes out of you like it's really in you like you really start to let go of, like the worries and like not doubt yourself because like when push comes to shove and it's like when you're in the moment under pressure like you literally have no choice but to go within and tap in like make some shit happen you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's almost like a test but like a reminder as well like you got it yeah no nah, of course and you definitely got it you definitely got it because you're definitely. obviously you Thank know you. of course not nah, like I feel like these last couple of years, and I told like a bunch of creatives too, like these last couple of years have been like some kind of like, like uprising of a lot of creatives really going out there and doing things for themselves, you know, um, creating events and experiences for, you know, people in the city of Houston, especially even I've seen like a lot of Nigerian creatives really just like mm-hmm. doing the things that they want to do instead of what their parents are telling wanted them to do. Love to see and, it. you know, and no disrespect to our parents, obviously, I know they sacrifice a lot yeah. to, you know, to have to, you know, have what's best for us to give us, you know, the world. But, you know, like at the end of the day, like, you know, these are the things that we want to do. And like, they may not see that it's going to make like income, but you know, in due time it will, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, it's a journey. It's not a, pro- it's not a process. Just like it is the journey to go to medical school. That's 12 years of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. like, you know, just like for what we do, like it's going to take a minute for us to see the fruits of our labor in a sense too, mm-hmm. but we do it because we love to do it. You know, so right. I'm really happy to see people like you, you know, people like Brittany, you know, so many other amazing creatives out there, you know, just doing their thing. So, like, I really, I really do appreciate your space and your presence. So, oh, uh, thank you so much. Of course. So, like, like I said, you're obviously talented in so many fields. Like, what has your experience been like trying to navigate these areas, especially as a Nigerian creative? Um, Again, I think it's like, it boils down to like, things that you want to do will never come easy. Like the mm-hmm. things that you imagine, like that you want and you feel like, oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. That'd be so fire. will never be easy. So I guess some of the challenges is constantly um, like putting yourself in a position to learn. It's not really a challenge, but it's always like a curve. You know what I mean? There's always something that you have to like maneuver real quick. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say nothing like necessarily me being Nigerian, but of course, like we all face like, um, the struggles of being like black or like minorities and you know trying to navigate spaces that like weren't always available to us or like absolutely spearheading shit and we're the first to do it you know what i mean it's kind of like um like having to figure out resources as well i think those are the main things that i feel like that you don't realize like you have a disadvantage of like in comparison to our counterparts you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah now you can say it, white counterparts. It's okay. Bad. White counterparts. It's cool. That. Nah, we uh, definitely have um, you know, compared to all white counterparts, like the lack of resources, white, but white <laughs> you know, lack of access, lack of resources. Right. You know definitely that. All that. I and mean, obviously, like, I mean, racism, let's be honest, you know. Bad. You know that's the, always the undertone, you know what I mean? That's always the undertone, and it can always be the overtone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, there's so many barriers set against, you know, Black creatives, you know what I'm saying? So, like, no, you're absolutely right on that. Absolutely right on that. Um, you know, so let's talk about the fashion show 
that you did with Gavin Bryce earlier this year, oh, yeah, yeah. where you had your amazing collection shown. I mean, that that was just amazing and stuff. I know all your friends came out and supported you. Yeah. That, that was really dope uh, when I saw that. So, like, talk to me about the process of preparing for that show and how you felt when it was finally there for everyone to see. Wow. So that whole moment, and it's so crazy that sometimes, like, I'll even forget that that happened. But that whole moment was, like, a process in itself. Like, it really taught me a lot about myself, like, just to push myself. Um to keep going like there's no limit to what I could do um yeah it was definitely like especially with that collection I feel like I, I put my heart into it so I kind of had like there were some aspects of that like collection that I really had to fight for um like with school and just in general like I really had to stand up for my shit and like you know talk my shit at the end you know what I mean of course man um my main thing was to just like get my story across and make people feel me and see me and like you know yeah tell a story I just wanted to do that like with, with that collection in particular um but I think I went about things like a lot um like unconventionally than like my other like classmates mm. um I wanted shit you know it's one of those moments where I was like of course I wanted things to go my way like I wanted it to happen this way I want I could like see it like this so it has to you know very much a dreamer at this point you know like it has to yeah. happen um so yeah i had to kind of like buck with authority like especially at my school to make my shit happen like yeah. listen you gotta stand stuff. 10 toes the fuck down what you believe in bad and it was so, that's what i'm saying it's another thing i learned i was like damn if i really like want some shit like it has to go and like no, like no does not mean no like in that case like i had to no so, yeah, I think that process was just, it taught me a lot about myself, about, like, who I am as a designer, um, what I hope to say, like, things that matter to me. So, yeah, it was a very tough but trying process, but I would do that shit again. Like, I would do it again easily. Listen, so, you know, talk to me about how important, especially in that space, it is to stand, like, for what you believe is, like, dope or what you believe is the you know the vision that you want to create like how important is it for you to stand ten toes the fuck down on it? Right. So I'll say I'll say this. Like first of all, it's very important to do so, no matter like the circumstance. Um, if you believe in some shit, you really gotta you know like let it be known. Um, that's why I kind of feel like fifty fifty about school, especially with the creatives. Like I feel like mentorship is good, like encouragement is good. But in a lot of school settings, like you're given assignments or like your creativity is not fully encouraged or like mm -hmm. there's limits and conditions and things like that. And you're confined by guidelines and bullshit. So um, and I can go back and speak on my experience as well. Like I feel like, you know, as a young designer or a young person creative doing anything like encouragement is very important. And we need that, like, you know, especially if we're not getting that, you know, back at home. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so really do what you believe in, like, no matter what, like, I don't give a fuck, like, you have to, like, this is important because, like, it's about you, it concerns you, like, whether you have something to say or, you know what I mean, you have something that you want to get across, like, I think it's important to just say that shit, like, let people feel you real quick, it don't matter, like, don't think about nobody else's feelings at this point, like, you got some shit to say, you know? No, nah, you, you're right, you're right, Um, and... 
you know, it seems like for me, like I had, I had, I had talked to somebody in my uh, one of my episodes a while ago that he was talking about, like he's not really task oriented; he's purpose driven. So is right. that kind of like how you are? Because you was talking about like classes and stuff. Like, are you more purpose driven than task oriented? Uh, that's always I like, kind of feel fifty fifty about school because like, like, in a lot of fields, there's just so many things and so much like going on, so that you kind of need a like streamlined version of like to kind of guide you, um, as far as information. But it's like I wouldn't say I'm task oriented like per se, but then like you know I do believe in like having a process, um. But purpose is important too. Um, but I think that can come later. You know, there's no right time for purpose to come along, like or for you to realize that. Um, I think it's like more so an identity thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess a little bit of both. You know, a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. What that's fair. You? What do you think? Well, like what I think, who, who you are, or me personally, you yourself. I feel like I'm purpose driven. Um, I'm purpose driven. I feel, but I, I do have in a sense like, like for example, I have alarms for everything. I mean, you clearly know because y'all, you my girl, were making fun of me in one of those days. But I do have alarms in terms of what, like, what I need to do my thing. Like, but right. it's things that I love to do, right? So like, the purpose is like I'm setting up these alarms to do the things that I want to do and what I love to do. So I'm more so purpose driven. Like, if it doesn't serve me any purpose. I'm not going to want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I got to have the passion for it. If I do, if the passion is gone and I'm just doing it for the sake of, like, just because, like, someone told me, oh, I got to do A, B, C, D, E, F, I'm like, all right, man, like, where's where's the creativity? Where's the love? Where's the passion for it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I want, like, if this turn, because at that point, it's just a job. You mm. know what I'm saying? Um, and it's okay with having a job, but for me, it's like, I still got to love what I do. You know, right. I, I want to wake up to, you know, loving going to do something that I want to do, you know, so right. um, yeah, and there's still purpose in that. So yeah. I, I would say I'm more so a purpose driven person. Okay, well, I have a follow up question. Yeah. What did you, you, you interview like? me? You interview me, man. Okay, that's fine. You know what's funny? Brittany did the same shit at her. I'm her crying. Show. I guess it's just curiosity. I just want to know. Yeah, what's but up? Like, what if you got to do like step A before you do B? You know what I mean? And B is probably like getting closer to what like you want to do. Cause you know, a lot of like shit, like especially creative things, I noticed that it's like, it's like tears you have to reach. So you have to kind of follow like a kind of path. Like, for example, like obviously you want to become a manager, you got to start off like washing dishes or like, you know, doing some other shit. Yeah. Before. You know what I mean? I think create, being a creative is so. It's so many. I don't think there's a rule book on how to get. There's not a rule book for it. Like for me, like I mean, doing this podcast. I mean, there is a like. Obviously, this you have to to get a certain equipment to do a podcast. But where you want to take it is really up to you. There's no rule book on how how to do a podcast. Like you know, there's a rule book on what kind of equipment you get, like recommendations and tips. But it's solely Mm -hmm. up for you, up to you, like. You know, I can have you on one show and have my mom on the next show. Who says I can't do that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. For me, like, uh, I think the only plans that I have is like, okay, the plan to like make this bigger than how can, what can I do to take this to the next level? That's as, that's the only like tax driven thing I would probably do mm-hmm. because that's, it falls in line with the purpose I want, what I want this <laughs> podcast to be. You know, I feel like as long as the tasks fall in line with the purpose of what you want to do, I think it's okay. But yeah. when it becomes like, oh my God, like, okay, when it becomes like, okay, this is just a job, 
and it's not really something you really like love to do and you don't you're not really passionate by that's when i feel like it just falls it just falls off you know that's how i feel about it um so i mean i feel like in some ways you do have to have a some kind of plan and even in this space the plan may not it may it may not be the plan that you thought it would be you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like your next the next thing you may do maybe the maybe the the way that get you to open it may get you into the door that you never thought you would get into you know what right I mean? right so you just never know man like when it comes to creatives like there's really no like rule or handbook to this shit mm. like and honestly i just i just continue to do it because i love it you know what i'm saying i don't you know i don't do it for the I don't try to look at the reception of it or like how many or how well I would say how many like numbers is getting or how right. big it's gonna get. Like I just do it because it's a I love thing. Yeah, it's a love thing. I genuinely love wanna thing. have conversations with people that I admire. You obviously are included in it. That's why you're on the show. So it's like that's how I look at it, man. Oh, I love that. Hey man, that's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so how in how important is it for you to create build or even be a part of the community that you're in right now in this field um i would say very important because i think it goes back to resources um i think like especially being in the creative community like we have to realize like like yeah we all do a different shit but we kind of all kind of have the same goal like like we're, we're just trying to like create a space for ourselves and just like you know make it more of a hub and a home you know like for people like us you know what i mean but i think it's very easy for people to be like oh no i got this i'm gonna do this shit by myself but i think in every like business whether it be business or just like process you need people like you literally cannot take it on like all by yourself yeah so i think community is just so important and i think for me right now i guess like one of the things i've learned even like like as of lately, especially, I think it's just like how to lift your community like up. Cause you know what I mean? Like that support like you would once need. You know what I mean? And these are the same people you would want to call on. You know what I mean? Like it's low-key all foundational. And I think community is very important. It's a very important foundation that people should prioritize more. Um, so I think like especially with my future work, I want to implement that more, just like a sense mm-hmm. of community, like i'm not better than you you're not better than me type shit it's no yeah. you can, like lead with your heart like you love this shit like let's do it let's build something great like that's how i feel about it all honestly um you know how you know how i be like out here it's just like yeah i know nigga, i'm not against you it's all love here like just come reach out you never know what i would say like let's do it like yeah, nah, let's do it. And in fact, like, I can't wait to see you build, uh, continue to build that community. But you know what you're going to do before you get out of here? You're going to start building your community because I got a final question for you, bro. What? <laughs> Who do you want to give your flowers to? It could be anybody and it could be multiple people. All right, all right. So I think first I'll give it to my my good, my good girl, my good friend, Jordan. Um, hey, like, shout out to Jordan, man. Shout out to Jordan, real quick. Let's, let's shout out to Jordan, man. Yeah, I just feel like she's. I wouldn't say you know, you know, people say you're underrated. I don't think she's underrated, but I just think like she's one of those if you know, she, you know, kind of girls. Like, like she deserves more. She deserves a lot. Of, of yeah, like, I'm gonna have her on the show for sure. She deserves she a lot of flowers. I just feel like her mind is crazy. Her work ethic is crazy. I just think like. 
just multi multifaceted. Like my girl can really do it all, and it's just completely unbiased. Like I've seen, pe I've seen her work, so that's why I'm kind of like speaking from experience. Like this girl, is yeah. Insane. This is this is about you giving flowers to the people, right? Like, this so, is you. Yeah, she definitely got them. Um, yeah, um, I'll go ahead and send it to my people as well because, like, you know, I can't think about anybody else right now. But yeah, Jordan, that's my girl. This first person, of course. Anybody else? I guess who's listening? Here, here's some flowers. I got you. <laughs> yeah hey, like, they, hey listen there you have it uh yeah. josh thank you so much man for being on the show uh let the people know where they can follow you uh you can follow me i guess primarily i'll be on instagram but my at name is josh uday j-o-s-h-u-d-e-h and yeah thank you for having me again i appreciate it um yeah i'm giving you your flowers as well oh thank you bro um continue to nurture this and build this like Nigga, you are blessed. So everything Amen. you touch will grow. Ooh, everything yeah. I double double. Hey, go on, <laughs> man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, and there you guys have it, man. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Come Get Your Flowers. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads at Come Get Your Flowers. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.